Here we are with Amy and, uh, how do you say your last name, Quadra? Yeah, Quadra. Quadra. Where's yeah. that from? Uh, my family's from Nicaragua, so I guess it's a Nicaraguan last name. Maybe it comes from other places, but Spanish. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know that about you. Um, yeah. I was kind of wondering where you were from. Um, but I do see some Latina energies in, in your <laughs> in your stories and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's good to know. I thought maybe you were like Polish or something crazy or something. You ever get that? Yeah, like people don't usually think that I'm Hispanic You like ever actually. I've never had somebody guess it. If they do, they think I'm from Argentina. But besides that, my top are like um, Israel, uh, Indian, or Lebanese. So a lot of times people think I'm like from Israel or I'm from Leban Lebanon or I'm India or I'm Jewish or they think usually along right. those lines that I'm Middle Eastern. Well, maybe, yeah, not everyone, I guess, tans a lot, right? And not all Latinos tan. It's different, Yeah, right? not all. Some are just like, <laughs> well, they're all coming all shades. <laughs> right, I don't know. I wonder how to get this podcast onto a different frequency. So, basically, um, you are a shining star that I noticed um, is only starting to burn faster and faster, wilder and wilder, because you must agree your yoga training transformed you and you could share more about like what you looked like before or your life before and I wasn't able to find that much but I'm telling you it's literally before and after is like literally like yoga journal USA should like do an article about you like seriously like you are no but it's also a testament to Victoria to mm -hmm. Synergy Yoga um, to Miami yeah. it's a it's like a we all win, you know, yeah. because when people can get transformed like that, and then I think I'm here to challenge you to, you know, I guess I'm here to be a fan and also someone to spur you on maybe to greater ambition. Because I think, you know, your transformation was wild. And I think I'm wondering how you can motivate more of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. From shallow like to that. deep, right? We went there, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. We started off with <laughs> Now we're here. No, I had to make up yeah. for it. I had yeah, to make no, up for okay. all the shallowness the way it started. But um, That's okay. So also the reason why we're chatting is uh, I came down. It, it's, it was uh, tough for me to get to the morning yogas, but basically we had a good fam crew going uh, on uh, Espanola Way for, yeah. for quite some time, you know, three, four years. And... Uh, yeah. You know, Lena and, and Pili and yeah. oh, it was great. And you would come once in a while yeah. to do a class. Again, Synergy and Espanola Way used to, I guess. Uh, Espanola Way used to sponsor it there. Yeah. And um, so I always remember from you, I think my first time I remember you, you showed me, you taught me about like the key of, is it F or G of love? Like the love harmony is like yeah. a certain key. Yeah. And like you were playing it. And, and then I can't deny you do give like the best shavasana, it's like head massages. <laughs> oh, and like, thank you. <laughs> I noticed you didn't do that yesterday. I was a little I sad. Know. But I, I think you might have like got it out of your practice because not everyone likes being touched. But as a yogi, like one yeah. of the most powerful things you can share like is your touch because like you're like a cultivated like saint like with your wellness and stuff and like your touch is powerful. So just know that like, it is it is like a treat when it when yoga teachers do it. Yeah. I'm not actually someone, when I teach yoga, I don't really do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're, like, I'd say it was amazing when, like, it was, like, it was probably, like, like, a boost of, like, three hours of, like, oh, 
<laughs> like, like that's amazing. Like your touch is powerful. I'm just letting you know that. Like people, your fans, they notice when you don't do it. But <laughs> yeah, I know. And honestly, like I do still do it. Actually, it's just more like. I try to, um, it's Shavasana and some people have also anxiety being in there too long. Like not everybody feels safe to be in mm -hmm. their mind. I say this because I used to be one of these people. So I do try to be mindful of who's in my group and who feels safe being in there long and who doesn't feel mm. so safe. So if it's a large crowd and I go around doing it to everybody, it's going to take up a little bit more time. No, I know. It's not sustainable. I think yeah. it was. Just, I think I just had to let it go. Yeah. It was like a special thing. But I do we still do it. I, it I was do. Just, it's a good memory. Yeah, <laughs> I do still do it. It was just, yes. I think it was yesterday. We had 10 people and I was like, okay, so just like doing it to everybody for 10 people. And what is it? You would even go on like the ears, right? Yeah, like I do a little... Um, uh, like releasing of tension in the forehead. So I'll like pull the skin a little bit from the eyebrows. People don't even realize how much tension they have there until I start doing that. And they're like, holy moly. And then I'll come down, I'll do a little massage in the temples. And then yes, I'll bring pressure towards the earlobes and I'll pull down. Mm. Yeah. And actually when I first started doing Shavasana, like first, first, first straight out of teacher training, I actually used to not do that. And instead I would walk around and I would like do like a simple touch on the head, kind of like Reiki, how practitioners, they do it. And I would say like a safety affirmation in your ear. Mm. Like say that you are safe in your body, you are safe in your mind and things like that. So I used to do that in the beginning. And then I started going towards the touch because of what you said. People, some people don't feel safe with it. And that's why before I do it, I usually ask to please raise a finger up if you don't yeah, want to be adjusted. Helpful, yeah just to respect that but also some people come to class wanting to feel some sort of love maybe mm. even if they don't realize it but maybe they're having a hard time maybe they're going through a separation or they're going through a loss or whatever it is let's be real okay as a yoga teacher you should know this people can do those stretches on youtube at home if they yeah. want okay yeah, even yeah, if they don't want to admit it they're going there to be around people right yeah. and, and and to be in that healthy space so one of my favorite things about my, Miami, my pride in Miami is how many free like wellness events we have. Like yeah. we are the capital of, of wellness kingdom and, and literally it's because of how many free, safe, open spaces we have. Yeah. And so, so much pride for Miami and it's all, it's all, a, it's a team, you know, it's, it takes all of us uh, doing our, our weekly events, bi-weekly events, you know, kind of like. I actually believe I fell off the ball not hosting like happy hours, <laughs> networkings, but like yeah. I'm going to get it back with a local voices twist. Yeah. So you got to come through. So it's going to be every other Friday and it's going to be a local voices happy hour. So it's oh, not a remote cool. worker thing. It's yeah. no, now it's like all of Miami can come check it out oh, that's because sweet. we're going to get like old guests to come back. So you can like meet old guests yeah. and I'll be like, hey, you're the VIP of the event. Everyone wants to meet you. Yeah. And like, that's gonna be fun, oh, right? Like, so fun. wouldn't that be yeah. kind of fun to like, it hey, is. Allie, you're a VIP. Come yeah. through. People want to meet you. Yeah. And you it's know? connection. Like, it's just, it's just encouraging that connection that people actually really crave, especially now. I definitely right. see that. And I think it's like, it's a good idea because it's not like it's too popular where yeah. like it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> like, I, like Lewis Howes, I don't think he can do that. Like people would just hoard his, his events, but like. Yeah. I think I got some time. So that's the, that's what's nice about not being famous. Yeah. You have to remind yourself that, yes. you know, while you're not famous, <laughs> you might be. Who knows? But uh, all right. Well, let's talk about you because I, I do believe you will be famous someday. Um, what is, uh, how did it start? So what, 
how what was your like biggest moment of pain and suffering that that really led you to change or take action or what, just share mm. maybe a bit about your where you grew up yeah yeah and and you know what your life was like before yoga um well i actually was born in new jersey which is a fun fact because a lot of people don't know this and i don't talk about it so i was born there um it, i remember briefly like before coming to Miami, because I moved here when I was almost five, oh, yeah. that it was a very happy time living up there with both my parents. My little brother had just come into the world, but my parents separated, and that was probably my first um, major suffering. I was really small. It was not a amicable separation between my mom and my dad, and our lives completely changed. My mom had to become a full-time mom. Uh, my dad moved to a third-world country. He moved back to Nicaragua. And I didn't see my dad for over 20 years after that. Uh, my brother never met, still has never met him. And um, I think that was probably like the biggest smart just because I remember being really close to my parents. Like I was like sleeping in the middle of the bed mm -hmm. with them all the time. And my dad was, I was really close to my dad. And when he left it, I remember just really affected me as a little girl. I kind of like was uh, withdrawn. I remember being withdrawn all the time. And then when we moved down to Miami, we moved in with my grandparents. It was a full house. Um, there was a lot going on at home, a lot of stimulation, a lot of like maybe um, not too nice things going mm -hmm. on. And I just remember I started to feel really unsafe to be myself um, a lot. And I don't think it was anybody's intention at all to do that at all like I really don't a lot of times we do things without realizing how it can affect others but it just I just remember feeling really unsafe in my body as my with my voice with everything and mm. because of how unsafe I felt being myself I lacked the want to explore different things like playing with different things and stuff but when I got a little bit older I always loved the arts. Like I always loved music so much. I always loved movement and watching people move and dance and play sports. And I always appreciated how people would drop into their passion, especially things that had to do with like community or with the arts. I always wanted to do it, but I was always so scared. And when I got a little bit older, I started to kind of get tired, feel tired of feeling afraid of mm. these things. And my aunt, this is like so funny, my aunt Millette, she invited me once when I was 19 to do a yoga class with her. And I was like, what is yoga? <laughs> like, I didn't know what yoga was. And she was like, oh, well, just come. Like, I have an extra mat and just try it. Maybe you'll mm. like it. And we went to the class. It was packed. It was a hot yoga class. And my aunt was one of those students that was like, I'm going to sit in the back over here. And there was only two spots left, one in the back and one all the way in the front by the teacher. And my aunt was like, I'm going to go here. And I was like, fine, like I'll go in the front. I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care. So I went right. to the front. And um, I remember I almost passed out. Um, it was so funny because I had to throw up in the middle of the class and the bathroom was inside of where the class was and it didn't have a roof. So I it went to hot the, in there. In the it bathroom. was hot too. And I went to the bathroom and I started and I puked and it was crazy because all the people were probably in the class like they could hear me because the bathroom was inside of the room. So that's an unforgettable moment. And then I came outside though and the teacher, she was like, 
okay? And I was like, yeah, like I'm fine. <laughs> Let's keep doing the class. And um, actually, despite those little like things, I remember loving it because it was my first time moving my, my body in that way. Uh, I had felt so unsafe in my body. I had a lot of past trauma in it as well. And I just felt really, really not okay to mm. move in it. And now that I was being guided um, by this yoga teacher, I remember her name was Kat. And I loved her. I thought she was so sweet and so friendly. And um, I, I don't know why I, I thought I had this association that this person wouldn't want to talk to me back then. But she did. And it was so amazing. And I started to do things with my body I never, ever thought I could ever do. Um, and that's what started. Mm. Like the transformation was I started to feel safe in my body. So in a way, it was initially kind of physical, but I also view it as very emotional because it was a relationship I had with my body that yoga was able to help transform for me. And it started off like that and I got addicted. I started doing yoga every day. I got my own yoga mat. I got my own props. I started doing my own research. I would go to the park by myself and play by, and play on the mat alone. I have pictures of, the, of my first times. And then from there, it started to grow more into I wanted to learn about the history. I wanted to learn about the chakras mm. and the energetic portion of it. So on my own, I started getting into that. And then I started getting into Ayurveda. And then I got disconnected from yoga. Like I stopped doing it completely what? for like three years. I stopped completely because I entered a really another really dark space and my mind felt unsafe and Shavasana was not safe for me, which is why I mentioned it beforehand. Mm. And that was when I like stopped doing yoga because I was afraid of my mind. I was afraid of how powerful my mind was and how quickly it was absorbing me into places that I just didn't want to be in. Um, and so I stopped and slowly I, I found another yoga studio actually that was even closer to my house and it was even cheaper. The first month was free. And then after Who that, that exactly the first month was free. And then after that, it was $45 a month for unlimited classes. And you could take more than one in one day, which I don't know many yoga studios that do that anymore, but that was Is it still did. around? They're still around. What's it called? Body for Yoga, and it's owned by Diana and Olga, and they're two best friends that just wanted to share yoga. How far is it from it's here? It's in Hialeah, in Hialeah okay. Gardens. Okay, hey, that that's still within the grounds. Yeah, and, it's could... a, and I love, I've been meaning to go back to them because they really, um, really added the love portion to yoga for me, like the aspect of love, because they were the first... Um, and actually, I will be honest, so far, I haven't explored all the yoga studios in Miami, but so far, they still, to me, lead the way in terms of community and in their hearts because these people, when I, when my grandma had a stroke, they allowed me to come to the studio for free for like six months because they just wanted me to do yoga because they knew I needed it because of what I was going through. And so I don't know many people that are willing to help you like that, but they made me feel like family like there, there there was where i was introduced to the community and union aspect of yoga because these people you would come in they like hug you say like oh sweetheart i love you so much like it felt right. like it felt like very like family like they know you forever they just want to help you they love you they're happy to see you and and i started to go to yoga again because of them because mm. of how safe they made me feel uh, i started to skip shavasana like when shavasana would happen i would just leave 
but it was very slow. At first, they would be like, please stay. That's the most important part. But I was just feeling so unsafe back then that I was wow. like, no, I'm okay. And I would skip it. But little by little, I started to go back to it. And now that chapter with Body for Yoga had sort of like ended because I had moved out of Hialeah. I started living at Earth and Us Farm in Little River. <laughs> and that was really fun. And I got introduced to like, this was during covid to this huge wellness, spiritual kind of community that we have in Miami because there were all sorts of things going on during COVID um, within these communities. And, and that was when I started to want to get out of my box and meet more people that were on that same path. And it's like all connected. And through that community, I learned about Synergy Yoga. Mm. I can't exactly tell you how because it was in Miami Beach and I was in Little River. I don't remember how exactly it entered my radar, but I think I was just really drawn to all the deities in the studio because I've seen like um, Ganesh and the Buddha symbol in many yoga studios, but it was my first time seeing like Shiva and it was my first time seeing like Krishna and Radha and all these other deities mm. that I had never seen before and it felt like it was a more traditional historically speaking approach to yoga than the other studios I had been to and so I became curious to want to go because at this point I really wanted to get my yoga teacher certification but I wanted it in India but because mm. of COVID that was when all the borders had closed and I believe India was closed for like two years or something like that. I could, I could be wrong, but it was closed for a long time. So I was like, I really want to do my training, but I can't go to India anymore. It's not really an option. What can I do? And when I saw Synergy's YTT happening, I was like, I, it really spoke to me and felt like I think that this could give me a good feel of what it would be like over there because the director, Victoria, she has been to India so many times. She has so much experience, is very knowledgeable uh, yoga teacher, and I really wanted to be her student. So that's when I met with her, and it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun when I met with her because Victoria's energy is really She's strong. Brazilian, right? Yeah, yeah she's she really energy, yeah. strong <laughs> energy, really powerful energy. It was super like Karate Kid style, the way that I talked to her. In the sense that she one day reached out to me. She was like, you're interested in the YTT? Let's meet on this day at this time. <laughs> and when I went to the studio, it was just her alone, alone in the studio. And she was like, let's come into the room. And it was very oh, like wow. Karate Kid. And she, we went into the yoga room. It was empty. I sat down. She sat like all the way against the wall <laughs> on our like of pillows. And she started asking me questions about why I wanted to do nice. the YTT. And if I can really commit to something like this, that it's a change in lifestyle. And she was really emphasizing how yoga was a lifestyle. And, um, and I remember it, was, it felt slightly intimidating, but not in like a bad way. It just felt very like, like a good challenge. And I remember just feeling very like, yes, I was very certain. Like, I want to do that. I want to do this commitment and, and I'm ready to do it. And so she had signed me up and we went and did it and it was in the June, it was in the summer, and it was super transformative for sure. I recommend that that training to anybody yeah. in Miami. Yeah, I'd say, I think to the level that, that you do it locally and you stick around and you get involved and, and you have someone like Victoria who cares that, that you know, deeply and, and, you know, individually for you, like you will, 
I think your 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 rise as a yoga teacher is because of that. Mm-hmm. I did mine the more like corporate e way. I mean, I want to, yeah. In San Francisco, like <laughs> yeah. I did one where I could just book it. I did it like before I moved to San Francisco, yeah. and I just booked the trainings. So, like, I'm gonna know no one in San Francisco. I just want to like, it'll be part of my move. You know, I'm yeah. going to learn yoga in San Francisco, yeah. right? And it was definitely one of those like we had like an oscillating roster of teachers. So we had like five, six different teachers. You know, they brought their own flavor. There was no like one guru teacher, right? And so, yeah. anyway, my that's why like for me it wasn't maybe as powerful as for you. But what I will say to it, at no matter, I wanted to just make this clear, at no matter what level of two hundred hour training, it will change you. It will transform yeah. you. It will be something worth investing in. And this is why I think there's not a million Victorias out there. Yeah. But there are, there's room for a million more yogis out there. And mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is. Don't don't wait for the perfect teacher or the perfect India trip yeah. to do your training. Like, yeah. no, you're missing out. Like, you should do it now. Yeah. And by the way, it doesn't mean you have to be a teacher or or like or, or make it your business or, or survive on it because that's not right. likely. What it means is that suddenly you have to take a new mindset into your pre work workout. Like, you literally can hit the mat and and create your own sequence or whatever and like. You're investing in your own self-care, your own health, your own longevity, your own, you know, heart, you know, yeah. and so it's so powerful. And I think, you know, if I recently said that it was, it was, it's a little bit crazy. I was like, yeah, I want to take responsibility for the suicide rates in Miami because I think that's where I can help the most because I think I can come into a family and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, life is so beautiful. How dare, no, no, no. It's like, anyway, I need to be, figure this out, but Anyway, right. for me, I bring love and joy and serotonin really fast in places, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's my gift. But for you, I think a metric for you could be, hey, how many people are signing up to be teachers in Miami? Like, how can we get that number clear and how can we up that every year more and more and more? Like, I'm like, taking more responsibility of certain... That's an example, right? That's just in yeah. my guidebook that's coming out. It's like, I think more people can take responsibility for certain metrics in their yeah. community and I think it's super powerful when you do that, when you take ownership for something like that. And yeah. it's your choice. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, that's an example of something you could do is be right. like, I'm going to take responsibility for how many people in this, in this radius of Miami are becoming teachers every year. How can we collectively get this number higher and higher and higher? Mm, and, like, yeah, what yeah. would the world turn into with, like, and, you know, imagine that. Imagine that, like, if we start tracking the numbers and yeah. suddenly doubling them every year, Suddenly Miami is like, you know, we already know. Everyone already knows. Everyone and their mother is a yoga teacher here. But guess what? We don't care. Yeah. There's enough safe, open spaces, um, and there's enough room for that. Also, that's if I could have my soapbox real quick, I think that's the number one lesson I can share here today is that at times we feel all worthless looking at Internet and how awesome everyone is, right? But guess what? There's space in these communities all around the world for people to be leaders, micro yeah. leaders of little gangs, love gangs, and, mm-hmm. and these bi- bi-weekly events. And what I'm saying is I challenge more people who are listening to this to take leadership, take ownership of a ritual, a, a monthly ritual. Share your joy of something with others. Yeah. Find a way to get consistent about yes. it. That's the number one thing is to yeah. find that consistency where 
it builds yeah. and you see that every time you're growing your network, you're, you're, you're growing in certain ways, right? Yeah. And your resiliency too. Because I, right. I taught yoga, I, I put free yoga down at South Point. There was many times there was no one who showed up, you yeah. know, everyone bailed from Eventbrite, whatever. And the thing is, you just have to like have a little pride that at least you have a place, you can call it your place of service too, mm-hmm. right? You can call it, say, this is how I involve service in my yeah. life because if you put out a free event out there on the internet you can pretty much hang back and say hey like i'm not the worst person in the world like yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to help people <laughs> yeah, i have a free yeah. event if they don't yeah. want it like whatever you know yeah. like, so as long as you are putting a free event out there you can look at it as your place of service you can feel better about yourself all day long I right can see that, yeah. which some t- we need that we yeah. need to feel dignity in our we life do. and so if that brought me dignity just to have a free yoga event right out there it did. It helped me. Yeah. And I, you know, not many people took advantage, but uh, I'm not. There's no free yoga offered anymore. Um, <laughs> my my new place of service. Oh, how can I turn this back into a goal for me? My new place of service will be the happy hours, the bi-weekly happy hours yeah, for local voices. Sure, That's yeah. my new passion. Yeah. So come meet me and Amy and other guests. We're gonna start doing these happy hours. Um, what else? Okay. When did you turn vegan? When did that happen? Oh, so I'm actually not vegan. You're not I'm vegan. I'm vegetarian. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm vegetarian. So you got off the vegan. It's been on and off. Like, uh, well, the vegetarianism now has been for over a year, maybe almost two years now. But I was vegan at one point, maybe lasted like a year. Um, and that one is what I was in and out of. And then I eventually became vegetarian. But I might actually go vegan again maybe you can somewhat. oscillate like kind of like go back and yeah forth. so what's the reason though that you're that you went off vegan to vegetarian so initially it was not yoga related at all it was more um health related it started with red meat like meat started to make me feel inflamed i'm prone to a lot of inflammation in my body and when i started to eat meat i just started to notice in my early 20s that i like maybe couldn't sleep or I would have indigestion or acid mm. reflux or swelling or inflammation. And then I eliminated red meat first. It already felt a lot better. And then I started to eliminate like poultry and pork was relatively easy for me to give up because I was honestly not too much of a fan. But what was really hard for me to get rid of was fish because I was a huge sushi fan. But I eventually was able to also not do it because from the health point like first it started off because i wanted to feel okay i wanted to feel better i didn't want to feel lethargic or Mm -hmm. all these other symptoms i was getting and i was feeling a lot better when i emitted these things um but then eventually it just became i don't really it's not much to it except that it actually doesn't make me feel good anymore to eat like i like i've tried it before in the past and like i just I don't know. I just so don't I'm actually was curious. It. Why did you? No, no. What? What is the? Is it eggs? Like, what? Why did you oh, go from sorry. vegan to vegetarian? Like, oh, that's kind of what bad. I wanted to know. Well, yeah. I went from vegan to vegetarian because I'm actually not the vegetarian that eats eggs. I think that's called like ovo vegetarians. I like dairy. Dairy. So it's oh, I love dairy. Ma- yeah. Basically, because of cheese and cream. Cheese and cream yeah. and the probiotics and in your belly. Yeah, you feel nice. Yeah. 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 Like, so I, that's why. <laughs> Other than that, everything else, you know is this pretty much yeah. my vegan diet i just have dairy so i'm vegetarian yeah well dairy like dairy is like i don't know how i could ever live without dairy. that's how i feel or i'm like i, I still have it. halo top like half halo top cart uh, yeah, uh, every I night i have halo about. top 
Like, I'm that yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm that dude. <laughs> Before and bed, like, you're like... I don't know. It's going to be one of my last things I give up. I don't think I will give yeah. it up. I don't think I will. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, I'm glad you like milk. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's because of dairy. And I had entered a Vaishnav <laughs> spiritual practice, and they incorporate a lot of dairy in their diet. Okay. So, because of a certain deity that they, that is worshipped in Vaishnavism, um, Krishna loves dairy and his personality. Oh yeah, so, I play Krishna a bit on Sundays. That's my that's my day for Krishna. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Krishna. Oh my God. Actually, speaking of that, um, anyhow, so Sunday night used to be the South Point night, uh, and you know, what's going to replace it? I hear we're working on a uh, the. I guess the New World Symphony area over there. What do they call that space there? Um, Collins uh, Park around there. Yeah, sounds uh, something park. I can't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. I know it's that little. It's that beautiful piece uh, right in front of New World Symphony that has like the nice arches. With yeah, yeah, it's a nice space. It's a little louder, but yeah. Anyway, it was unique for a while what we had there as yeah. as, as a community to have that much energy in, in a beautiful. Anyway, I don't know why my mind went there, but. I feel like I don't want that to be lost and forgotten forever. Like, I, I really saw a, a chance for me to, like, like you know, I think anyone could go there and play whatever they want, right? Everyone yeah. gets to be playful and whatever. And I was playing my Krishna. Yeah. I had brought my flute there. Oh, <laughs> And I was yeah, going to finally, I, I was yeah. going to finally get lessons, like flute lessons, like yeah. seriously, yeah. Uh, like Nestor Torres or something. And, like, and then now I'm losing a bit of my motivation. I'm wondering where I would play the flute even, you know? So, like, I'm like... <laughs> I'm kind of like, <laughs> that That event was motivating for me a lot, and I was yeah. healing it, and that's the kind of example of like healing that, that happens randomly, I guess, when, when communities yes. come up with these gatherings that are yes. consistent, yes. and it's, you know, a testament to the drummers and Lotus Collective and all that, yeah. but I'd say like, let's not forget that we had that and <laughs> that yeah. we can keep it going, and also, let's not forget to take inspiration from that. In that, what was that? But like a bunch of passionate drummers yep. and yogis, yeah. and then it just you know ballooned from there. But think about how many drummers and yogis there still are in Miami. Yeah. So like what I'm saying is, you, we can still create those little pockets. Um, maybe not as wild and raucous because they got closed down, but yeah. <laughs> maybe it's time for more micro pockets. Yes. Right? and that's what I, I think. Definitely. That's like the one theme of this podcast is like whatever you have. You know, maybe inklings in you of, oh, that would be fun. Well, like, go do it. Like, yes. it, it starts, you know, the easiest thing is either just make an event right and share it with some friends. And that's free. Or get a meetup account. You know, meetup is seeing a, maybe a little surge back now. But mm-hmm. um, a big fan of meetup and event right. I pretty much like hawk those events every morning, like when yeah. I'm bored, like just looking through. Because yeah. I almost feel like a weird joy just to be aware of how much stuff is going on, right? Because yes. you can easily get into your own little world and be like, uh, there's nothing going on. No one texted yes. me. me, 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 me. Yeah. And then if you just go into Eventbrite and meet up and be like, oh my God, yeah. like I don't even have time to do yeah. all this stuff. And then you just end up doing nothing, but yeah. you still feel like you went yeah. somewhere. Yeah. No, you like, I know what you, you saw, you yes. explored what's going on. And yeah. like, I'm just saying, if you put out an event out there, I will see you. At least I will yeah. observe it and I will yeah. be like, oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying, I might even come through. But what I'm saying is like, I think we can become a model city. And I think... That's fun to track as well. Like how many meetup and Eventbrite free gatherings are there every day? And like, I'm actually tracking that every day and looking at that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree 100%. That's actually because we offer, like, you know, we do the class at the Gale. It's a free class. It's open to the public. Um, This past yesterday morning when we had the class, like we brought like an Oracle deck. We brought some croissants. Like I know that croissants are not like, 
be healthiest. That was funny. You brought the croissants. Yes. I don't eat. I don't eat breakfast in the weekends, so yeah. I, was, I had to abstain. Yeah. But you know, those are so good. And honestly, what like I, we've been wanting to treat um, that, like have that class where we offer like some sort of treat to really make it like. Somebody in the class yesterday was like, oh, I really feel like I got a, a very holistic wellness experience right now because I came here, I set my intention with the oracles, I got to read a little bit, I got to flow, then I got to connect, and then I had to, I got to eat some food, like I got to eat a little bit of food. So he was like, so I feel taken care of, and, mm. I, was, and I was like, that's, that's like the goal. Like I even told like my, my boyfriend yesterday, I was like, I feel like I have mom energy, and not like in that way, but like more like very nurturing where like when I have my students come like I say my students but like really I mean like my friends or like my family because that's what I want them to feel I want them to feel like like I love them because I have so much love to give and like I care for them which is also why I do that shavasana but that's that's what I really 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 want people to feel I don't want people I want people to feel safe i want people to be reminded yeah i feel like you especially can bring that because you you went from a place of feeling very unsafe right and that is common right and that's honestly especially with women that's especially common of just anxiety upon that um and what's like your i guess so you were transformed uh over time mostly with yoga it seems Mm -hmm. but if you were to talk to someone who already does yoga but yet still feels unsafe um, what are your like two tips or, or advice for that person? Well, so I have like a top three, but I, sure. I, I'll do like the top three. I personally, I'm so drawn to music, music, um, besides yoga, music has also very deeply transformed my life. It, I call it my first real love mm-hmm. and everything since I was very small. Music has the power to impact everyone like everybody for the most part it's kind of hard to find somebody that's like i hate music right. like it's like really hard i've never met them you can also yet. like overdo it where yeah. you're scared of silence because again true I, as, right. a, as a yogi i think victoria will back this up like yeah. i i have very specific days where i i explicitly don't turn on the music until right. a certain right, time right, right. because right. i want to respect the silence yes and and that's one of the yeah. best ways to really yeah. clear like like yeah. notice things and reflect and clear your head yeah. And so be care- you can't take music too far. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But on the, on the hand that like, hey, if it if you're feeling like anxious, music definitely could yeah, probably help it, you it can that, have so. it can have those effects. And like, I also will say the same thing for sound healing. Sound healing is not healing for everyone. It could be triggering for some people, even like certain sounds. But um, but I guess that kind of still plays into the power of how music can affect people. But I also really respect that silence, which is why a lot of my classes I teach with no music. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no music in I the background. I don't really put music it's just on mine silence. either. But besides music, I also, I love being outside. I love being outside in nature. I've been a tree climber since I was really, really small. And I just sit in front of the ocean and I can't be mad when I am. And, and like I'd sit there long enough and watch things kind of begin to dissipate and go into the water mm. is something I really also enjoy. Music, I mean, nature has been very vital in my healing. I just, that's my, yeah. that's my refuge. What I will say is not everyone lives in Miami and has such amazing nature no, of available. Course. Maybe of not the we, ocean. We can all do a better <laughs> job of appreciating. But yeah. what I will say to that is I believe it may be trees yeah. that are actually the most uh, fortifying for uh, someone who feels unsafe. Right? Yes. Because 
you, you obviously once you start playing with animals you're like yeah. oh who knows what's going to happen here right, is right, that right. lizard going to run uh, yeah. you know down my spine but like at the, at the end of the day the tree it, it can be an, yeah. an, an inspiration of stability yes and and, and chill right it and the, you can like sit against it and, feel and like they they feel it. don't forget yeah. they're sentient they feel they yes. feel the vibrations they have memories in, yeah. in their in their bark like yeah. literally like they're they are feeling and flowing like you, you would not believe like a lot of those movies, I think, what was it? Maybe like Lord of the Rings, where the was that Lord of the Rings, where the trees move and talk. Anyway, it's real. They're alive things. Yeah. And and one cool tip for me you can learn is have a note in your phone where you you go like your your neighborhood and then like trees to do or whatever. Like you literally can like name trees and 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 name trees. Anyway, I, you can take tree love to the level of naming trees yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. And you can. Yeah. And you should because they're alive things. Yeah. And what I'm saying is if someone out there is ever feeling unsafe, then yeah, go hug a tree because yeah. a tree has zero fear in it. It yeah. can't even run away. No. <laughs> so how could it ever have fight or flight, right? right? It's right. like the most opposite thing from yeah. fight or flight, it's right? Supportive. So I think sitting by a tree or with a tree and, and feeling it, it, like feeling that it is alive, yeah. is a powerful thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, what's your third one? So my third one, and like honestly, like all of these things that I that I say, it does not work for everybody. Like clearly, it's like everybody is different, and it's also a moment thing, like what feels right to you. But the third thing for me is something that I've really begun to acknowledge now in this point in my life, which is to surround myself by people that I that empower me and make me feel good, even if it's like, um, like for example, uh, my boyfriend. He is like my best friend sometimes all i need is to just all right i had to say i was that was on me like my next question like yeah uh you're spoiled by the way you're lucky <laughs> to have met someone like oh yes. he's amazing like like yeah. i can i've not been so like oh my god like he's so supportive he's like a saint he should yes. have his own interview yes. but like literally he's there wearing your hat like yeah, like supporting yeah. you like crazy uh what's all right he's even he's even there behind us yeah, in the other yeah, room yeah. like listening to us right now yeah. You're the man, it's dude. All right, so Sorry. how did you guys meet? Like, what? In yoga. <laughs> yoga? Nice. Yeah. We met at Synergy, actually. <laughs> we were We were friends first. He was attending my classes. He was my student, um, but we were just friends for like a year and a half. Like we, he was just my student, and and also, like I said, I'm really friendly and happy when I when I'm. Uh, greeting my students so i talk to everybody i like try to have some conversation get to know everybody so i had chatted with him um a good amount of time and i kind of and i was very like supportive i'd be i'm very supportive of my students to where i'm like yeah like go go take the class like oh yeah your practice is going well and like you're doing awesome so i was very supportive of his practice and such and we became friends and i we would have good laughs and stuff but then uh one day the opportunity came up where we had uh, a good conversation, a very lengthy conversation. It may have lasted somewhere between three to four hours long. Um, and I just remember saying goodbye to him and being left with this huge feeling of, I feel like I just finished talking to a, a really good old friend. And it felt so good to like talk to, cause you know, like you have a conversation with a really good friend, like it's it like fills your heart up really well. And I remember I just initially just wanted to continue developing that friendship where I was like, Oliver is such a good person. And I really felt that from him. And I just remember feeling I would like to get closer to him because I feel he's so good. He's such a good person. I want to, I want a relationship with a good person in my life. And it wasn't romantic initially. It was just, I want a good friend again. Cause as an adult, it felt like it had been a long time. 
since I had made a good friend. You know, I had connected with people in the spiritual community, but it wasn't in that point where like, I don't know, like if you remember being in middle school or in high school and just being like, hey, I'm going to the gas station, want to come with me and just inviting your friend to like do whatever with you because you felt so safe. And I was feeling that with him and I hadn't felt it in so long. So I started asking him because it was raining one day. He asked me if I could give him a ride to his apartment because he felt safe to actually ask me for a ride. He wouldn't have asked the other yoga teachers, but he felt safe asking me. And I was like, at first a little weary, and but then I was like, okay, like that's fine. It's raining. I'm not going to like have him walk in the right. rain. So I took him home. And after that, I kind of started to ask him, would you, would you like a ride? Because I had such a good time like talking to him. I just wanted a friend. So I started to give him rides. And then we started to grow closer. Um, and at this point, I remember we started to open up more about our personal lives, sharing about our family and our parents and stuff. And then one day he just asked me to dinner. And we had dinner and from there we like expressed our feelings and it was kind of rocky at first in the sense that I was like, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to be in a romantic relationship because at this point it became clear that it was starting to become mm. more romantic and I, and I would tell him, I don't know if, if, if I can or like you should know that I just have a lot of feelings that maybe I don't know how to deal with and I don't want to put that into our relationship. I was just trying to kind of do the right thing for the both of us um but he was very like oh but i think that we'd be great together <laughs> and i was like maybe and we just kept, kept hanging out and eventually um honestly i've never had a relationship like this before in my entire life it feels so great to be in a healthy supportive human relationship you've had some like ai love or like, <laughs> <laughs> no not like ai or virtual love but what i mean is that like sometimes people play characters to hide parts of themselves they don't want to be seen and everybody like for the most part kind of maybe does this at some point right. or another in their life where you realize you're playing a character am i playing simba or am i simba simba <laughs> i know i don't know i just i can't give it up you know i think even like my family did, yeah. just know me i am, who yeah. I am Simba. You know? but like, so hey you can still play yourself yeah you know? no like, of course <laughs> but it was like anyways not about like, me you're still saying something beautiful yeah you? no no <laughs> but but basically it was just what i mean by it was very human is that like we constantly like sometimes we get into little discussions which is normal spending a lot of time together they're bound to happen but what what i think really makes us very strong is that in those moments like even if we do initially get a little carried away we'll like have space come back and then remind ourselves hey like we're not enemies i'm we're not trying to do this to each other this is just a narrative we've told, like, we'll remind ourselves, we're just people, we're just trying to understand each other, like, yes, we're together, but we're not perfect, and we're, we're trying to just understand each other all the time, and we, we try our best to communicate, we know how important it is, so we communicate with each other in a really safe, honest, respectful way, um, also, I don't think I've ever been so silly with someone ever before in my life like see that's great it's we great are when someone crazy brings out your like creative artistic we're side crazy we do such silly crazy things i laugh so hard like i have to be like stop enough i can't yeah. laugh anymore 
And and I've never had that before. It's just been really eye-opening on... It, it feels like this is my best friend. It just really feels like wow. that's my best friend. And we genuinely enjoy hanging out. Like sometimes I think people are like weirded out by how we just genuinely do like spending time together but we do we have so many conversations we do so many activities together we just enjoy it and we just let it ride we don't really question it we just know well, it's fun never stop never stop sharing you know your pictures they inspire people you know? <laughs> that you. it is possible there is, it lo- is, it is love possible. out there and people willing to share their love right yeah a lot of people are scared of sharing like love like yeah. on you know, yeah. you know like yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. or whatever and that's you know, you guys have something beautiful. You inspire others, right? And you're inspiring me. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I got to say, like, he is a main reason of your success. And I think yeah. this year, okay, I challenge you to set some ambitious goals here because I see you as like the, the you're going to be the Kira Knightley uh, yogi of Miami. Because I don't know, for some reason, I feel like your face could like, could even book, like morph even more into her. Like, you, you know, she's a beautiful aura as well. Just like, I don't know why I put that Mm -hmm. connection somehow there. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is like, you're only getting started here, you know, on this. You're like leaping, right? You're kind of like, you're already in the air and, you know, you kind of just like took off. So you kind of like accelerated really fast. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, okay, share with me a couple stretch goals you might have, like for your year. Like what I saw you got into pole dancing recently. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, you've done ballet in the past. Uh, besides what people already know, maybe, is there any kind of goals you have for this year? Yeah, so for this year, well, we have our business, Ali, that it's actually me and Oliver's business together. Um, so basically, one of the main goals is I'm trying to really explore mobility as much as I can, which is why you've been seeing me do like a few different things. Like I just did bar, I just did that ballet flow, I just did the pole, I'm about to get Pilates certified next weekend. I've been learning TRX with like the bands. Like I'm trying to really learn more about the body as much as I can by engaging in different mobility exercises and just movement techniques because I also want people in our business to feel safe with who they're working with in a sense that we're knowledgeable like we're, we're knowledgeable in our bodies and different types of bodies and different types of people that could potentially come people feel definitely extra safety when they know that who's guiding them knows about these things and so this is an, on a professional level really important to me it also benefits myself and my partner and and about our own bodies and awareness i'm actually also in march graduating with my certification in integrative nutrition so I've got a lot of things going on Um, so that's one big big stretch I have for this year is because I want to be like that teacher I kind of want to be like almost on Keno McGregor level where like people don't only look for yoga videos they want to go to this specific person because this person knows what they're talking about and is open to being updated to new information all these things because these are also really important to me Um, another really big stretch goal we have for this year I say we because Oliver and I work on it together is our virtual presence like we have a lot of things going on in person in the community we can make a huge impact if we really in uh, focus on a virtual presence and adding more content online so there's like a little there's a few series we have in mind that we're working on together to start uploading we're going to start a YouTube channel we're going to start like a, a website and um and start putting things here. So that's another big thing we have focused for this year is online presence and a lot of experimenting with it as well. 
And then I guess so far, lastly, in terms of our business, another big stretch would be the community aspect of it. We love that we're offering stuff for free because we want you to come. It's free. Come. It's free. Like, what? Like, come. Uh, and, and like, kind of almost doing, like, the whole no excuse thing. Are you still, like, uh, it's free. And do you still work in education? Or? I do. I do educational do? therapy yeah. in, the, in, like, between 10 to 12 on weekdays, Tuesdays through Fridays. I do homeschooling for my students. She has cerebral palsy, so she can't go to school because it's a little bit severe. So I've been going to her home every day for four years now. Oh. And I homeschool her through there. I, I love her. That girl is like... I so love yeah, her. you're a caretaker. You're already like... You kind of like... You uh, you prep the slopes. You, you got... Every day you're caretaking no matter... Every week you're caretaking no matter what. So it's nice. That kind of gets you rolling, right? Kinda yeah. Kind of like gets the ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we really want to do more community things. Like we have only so far these two free classes. But actually in like two weeks, we're adding three more classes to our schedule with the Sagamore... Um, they won't be free, but affordable price. And also, if people need a, you know, compensation or need to come in, I'm so happy to let them in. But we're adding three more classes. One of them is going to be like um, yin yoga and sound bath. Another one will be like vinyasa with gratitude journaling. I want to really incorporate like a moment in the class where people get to journal. Maybe people don't get to do it every day or they forget. But hey, now in this class. Mm-hmm. You have an invitation to journal about things, and I want to introduce like prompts and things like that. And then the third class is going to be Saturdays at seven thirty a.m., so right before the gale, and it's going to be breathwork meditation by the ocean. I feel like that would be so beautiful. It's by the ocean for my my Miami people, and we have more community things that we really want to offer because. That family energy is really special to me. And so far, these little communities that have been created with only these two classes that we have at the Gale and the Mondrian, they're so beautiful. And it's so great to see people talking to each other and like laughing together and asking each other about themselves. And um, on the Mondrian class, they have a glass of wine afterwards, which I'm not a huge fan of the wine. Like, I don't drink wine. Um, I always tell them, I only know wine has different colors, but <laughs> but they'll go and they'll have a glass of wine together and you'll see like everybody from the class hanging out. And I love that. And I want to create more, one, create more spaces for that. And two, grow as an example and be more comfortable leading spaces like that. Because it's, it is something new, a new development in my life and now at this point, but um, it's something I feel really determined about to offer a space for a community and feel more comfortable sort of Mm. guiding it like and helping with connection not just for others but also for myself because it was something I I personally struggled with for a good portion of my life do you have any words of uh, advice or how to motivate because you you're on a like a like I was gonna say breakneck pace but that sounds bad I said rolling you're on a rollicking pace I wrote in my like notes of the question but like (laughs) You're on a rollicking pace of like content creation right now, like like putting out, putting out, and I know it becomes like a lifestyle, right? Yeah. But definitely. do you have any advice to someone like most of us who are just kind of like tipping our toe in the water, like like barely putting out, like like you're you just went full speed ahead, like you dove in. Uh, what helped you do that? What is maybe some advice for people to start sharing more? Like, what do you think? Well, 
the first one is a really important one, which is just take it one step at a time. Um, if you didn't get to post a thing, if you forgot to do it, that's okay. Try it again. When but it seems like you do have like weekly posting goals. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you've set those. So I create like a schedule. I may not follow it 100%, but it's more of like a guideline or outline of what it is that I want to do. I think what I've been really doing the most that's been helping me is to pick a day or two out of the week so that you're not doing that every single day, but pick a day or two out of the week where you can really dedicate to um, brainstorming, um, making videos or focusing on content that you're going to make. And then um, what I've been starting to do is I have another day where I start to schedule it because Instagram allows scheduling and mm. most social media platforms, I think at this point, allow scheduling beforehand. Um, so that's also a really, really helpful tool because if you schedule several things and you don't have to be thinking about it and it's not like controlling your life mm. completely because I personally don't like the fa the idea that social media is feeling like it's controlling me. Right. So I think it's really like just finding that balance. If you have ideas, I also keep a journal where if I have an idea for content, I'll write it in that journal and revisit the journal for that content. If that makes sense. Like I'll write the ideas down. And, um, and also I really do my best to like I said, not overwhelm myself and just take it step at a time. And then when you become more comfortable, let's say you make, I don't know, oh, I'm going to post uh, once a week, right? Commit to that. Every week post once, right? This is just an example. After that, once you see you've created some consistency, you're like, okay, I can start posting, I don't know, twice, three times a week, add that. Like, do it in realistic Yeah, taper steps. up, you know. You know, like, like, build your way up. Don't do it all at once because you're going to be like, I can't do this. Right, right. It's going to be chaotic and you're exactly, not going to last that long. Exactly. So. And then also to make it fun. Like, try to make it as fun as you can. If right. You, no one's forcing you. Exactly. Like, it's like you're supposed to, like, I think for me, this is great because I, I've been, I guess, dark and quiet more than I would like um, in the past few years. Just kind of, like, enjoying nirvana, like, yeah. ir irresponsibility, <laughs> whatever. But I'll say one thing in my guidebook, I use my guidebook every year to kind of like shift my focus onto like new values. Yeah. I think in the future with AI and all these possibilities, it's all about like really fe like feeling for what, you know, God is telling you, yeah. noticing the cues to what is a good shift for you this year in terms of, because every year there will be a shift. You should yep. shift something every year. And so what do you want to value this year? And so really focusing on what you want to value. Yes. And for me... Uh, I do want to be more of a contributor, uh, a content creator. And for that, you know, I set a, a simple goal of just sharing out uh, a piece of content longer than a minute every week. Yeah. And I think like other people listening can take on that same commitment, that vow. Okay, bare minimum. And like I'm all about bare minimums, like kind of lazy lion over here, like play sloth a lot. But like if I set a goal and I make it vocal, it helps me, right? Like uh, one minute plus content every week. And so a podcast, by the way, is a way to guarantee that I'm doing that. And also one other thing I added in was a compelling question of the week. This because like, I think I lost a bit of curiosity smoking too much weed. And <laughs> I'm forcing myself to have a note on my phone where I have a compelling question of the week for someone in my community. And so how you see, it's like almost like reverse engineer, just getting back to my podcast again. <laughs> like, yeah. like it'll make sure I hit my question yeah. and my content. Why don't I just do my podcast? But I think what you said is powerful is like set a day for brainstorming, like like make a, a certain day a, a brainstorm themed 
and yeah. a certain day a schedule themed yeah. if you are going to start putting out lots of content. So yeah. that's powerful to like isolate those days. And then also by having a scheduling day, you're ensuring that not every single day revolves around social media. Exactly. For you, right? Because I, I do, I do, everybody does whatever they want, but personally, I don't love spending all my time on social media. Like it's not the best thing in my opinion. I would I would rather it's be It's like any drug, honestly. Yeah, you have exactly. to learn moderation. It can be one of yes. the greatest joys if you yeah. keep it under like 5 minutes a day. It's yeah. like a thrill to go in yeah. there. And uh, that's kind of how I do it, but Sometimes we like go into rabbit holes on social media yeah. and you end up being there for hours. What what initially started as ah, I'm just going to look at this ends up becoming like an hour and, and you're your like, brain oh, sugar is dropping your cortisol yes. is going it's yes. just like if you had like an eeg on your head it'd be like it would just flag you and, yeah. and like yeah but some people just get stuck right. in, in that world so i think it's yeah. very important to create that time to create that scheduling create that also the instagram fasts right yeah. so like so you fast from food you can also yeah. fast from instagram yeah. which means like not checking it until the afternoon yes. or something, you know, like this is yeah. powerful yeah. when you do that. It, it, it loses like this, like this, you have this like sort of adrenaline junkie edge to it that kind of like you become, honestly, it, it kind of increases the pleasure of the hits when you do have control with it. Um, and by the way, let's just end on this. Like one of your greatest things I'll remember from you is that yoga helps give you a sense of control because it's powerful, the library of knowledge within yoga to affect transformation. And also by the law of karma and action. And so you were just, when you study yoga, you were just opening your brain to a plethora, a myriad of, of potential actions you can take to make yourself feel better. And we are gonna never stop self-regulating ourselves. And that's the most beautiful thing about yoga is your self-care is never ever gonna end. You're never gonna have someone you know, pampering your ass. You don't want that. You don't want to be in a nursing home to having someone taking care of you. Right. But you want to learn to self-regulate better and better and better. And yoga is almost like a, a, a doorway into like an amazing playscape of self-regulation. And so yeah. that feeling of control, you know, and I don't know. Do you have a challenge for me? I want to like challenge more people to, to do, go into yoga and, and feel control in their lives. What's a, I've never done this before. Do you have a question or a challenge for me? Hmm. Oh man. <laughs> and I am one of those people that when you ask, the mind kind of goes like. No, no. This is whatever you have. To, whatever bubbles up here in live. Well, you know? yeah. a challenge for you. Um, <laughs> I remember when I yesterday morning when I had I asked you if you wanted to pull a card from the oracle. You said that you weren't doing the that spiritual stuff anymore. Do you remember? You were like, no, I'm okay. I've had enough of the <laughs> spiritual stuff. Do you remember yeah. when you said that or something yeah. like that? So. Um, I guess my question would be, I want more elaboration on that. Like, what exactly do you mean that you're done with the, with those like types of things? No, no, I, well, not like done, but I can't remember the exact. Well, here's an example that I'll share real fast. Okay. Um, so just this morning, um, I woke up super happy, uh, and you know, got lost in scripture and you know, texted some, some friends that we were about to go for the morning run and yeah, I just lost it. I, 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 I ended up being 15, 20 minutes late and, and my one friend left without me. My other friend had to wait 20 minutes 
And so what I'm telling you is like I mm. am disrespectful sometimes without even realizing it because I get away with it. Got because it. I, you can go too far into nirvana yeah. where you're not really helping anyone. Right. So that's what I mean. Like I, this is a year. And by the way, I'll end on this. I've kind of created a cycle of three years called Tom. <laughs> it's literally okay. testosterone, oxytocin, oh. melatonin. So one of my greatest discoveries to share with you guys is serotonin and testosterone are kind of inversely related in, in a way, a little bit. Like if you have too, if you're too happy, you're not going to have the testosterone to show up to to do the job, to to want progress, impact. Right, right. So there's a balanced beam, and you can put love in the middle as like a soft like transition. So I believe in going from T O M and then back to T. So crossing back. Okay, through the ocean yeah. of love yeah, yeah, yeah. so like that way it's a three-year cycle and you're constantly like switching back directions right you're kind of like landing on t and then going back to m and m is melatonin sleeping well maybe doing some mushrooms whatever but like that's like three years away from me but what's cool is i'm not like oh i'll never do that again i'm like no i'm in a t-year i've done plenty of all that nirvana stuff like i'm focused okay. on impact yeah. <laughs> i'm focused on yeah. testosterone i got oh, it oh yeah. one last thing I shit you not, and I'm gonna swear about this. I bet you a lot of the people who are homeless just actually have really low testosterone. They just like, you know, they do. And I think focusing on that can get a lot of people like I think there's a there's just there's a portion of human a portion of mankind that's like has too low T and there's little things they can do to improve their testosterone to get more grip on life. And those those are the people that could really step up more in the world and start yeah. helping more. Like me. Yeah. Like yeah. me. And so, yeah. like, I've been there. And like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't know how to end this, but, like, I'm on a T-year, which is very fun. I get to yeah. explore how to, you know, take more control of the real world, not just my mind. Because you want, if you want nothing else, you want mind control and bliss. And I can offer that to people, how to do that. Mm -hmm. I have mind control, you know, or just peace, right? Mm -hmm. But within peace, you want to take action. So it's almost like within yoga, there's knowledge yoga, there's action, and there's devotion. Yeah. I think there's yeah. actually three, like, pedals there as there's well. There's also karma. So there's karma. Mm -hmm. right, I think there's three most powerful, or yeah. three subsets. Karma, jana, devotion, jana. And, and knowledge, yeah. jhana. So it's karma, bhakti, and jhana. So if you had to put Tom into those, yeah. I'd say T is karma action. Mm -hmm. uh, o is devotion, love, the, the waves. Yeah. You know, I've just came from that last year yeah and then m would be knowledge like i think yeah. like reading into bed and having great sleep and all that stuff you know right. like yeah. um so the, yeah, there you see like time and time again we rediscover and put new top threes on everything right yeah. but at the end of the day the world is, is a certain way it has certain laws and you can learn to play with them and so if anyone else is curious i can help you grow if you're actually this is a question i want to start asking people are you in a t year an o year or an m year <laughs> And I want you to help me actually for okay. women and okay. maybe like estrogen instead of testosterone, like right. whatever yeah. your version Yum. is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you in an E year, an O year or an M year? Yeah. Uh, Eom. Eom. <laughs> Tom yeah, and Eom. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But uh, anyhow, that's interesting tidbit. We just went over the hour. Also, feedback peoples. I, I rarely ask for, but since we're, so your phone's buzzing. Um, <laughs> other than, tell me if my podcast should be... Uh, Shorter than 50 minutes or longer? I'm kind of curious about that one uh, because some of my role models for this go over an hour a lot. Yeah. And they, I think they earn it. 
They also plop in a bunch of ads, which I don't, not yet. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I rarely actually take the opportunity to, like, talk at the listener. So, like, I'm doing this for once. It's, like, the first time ever, actually. Like, cause I will include this. Yeah. And I'm lazy lying not to edit it. So, I'll just put it out, you know. But I want to start talking more to the viewer. Yes. So, just know, if you're listening out there, I care about you. I'm going to figure out how to motivate you more this year. Because I'm Woo. figuring out how to motivate myself yes. more this year. It's a year of karma for me. You can jump on the, the bandwagon. Jump on. No, that's not a bandwagon. Jump on the uh, the Ferrari. We're about to take up for yeah. tea here together. Okay. <laughs> I like so that. So let's yeah. all enjoy. If you want to start your cycle on tea with me right now, go for it. I just ran with a buddy who has way too high testosterone this morning, and that's you know you can have too much testosterone, aggression, anger. So maybe he needs an O year, right? And I can help right. him there. But if you want a tea year, I'm especially helping the guys with you know who want to take control of true outcomes and results in their life so you have been an example a beautiful painting of that and i never stop and also i hope you grow more and more in your Thank ambitions you. and i hope you share your story and your picture your before and after yeah it's so powerful it's like magic yeah <laughs> the magic of yoga so just know you are a walking magic uh what are they it's a what is it <laughs> What do they the, the the what do the what do the magicians play with again? Like I'm like literally blanking on this. Uh, a magic set, a magic trick. You were a walking magic trick. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> I'll take it. And you it. can Thank and you. you can play magic on anyone with yeah. your with your gamma wave. So, anyhow, I just rambled, but thanks for listening. And until thanks. next time. Thank you. <laughs>